your Manchester. Well, hello and welcome to each and every one of you joining us here for the podcast, everybody. Yes, indeed, it's the best picks of this week's episode. It was very negligent, all of us, not to bring on this wonderful lady called Caroline Wyatt to talk and celebrate Black History Month. Well, um, I've, I've made up a little game. It's not a massive game, it's just a little one. Um, because looking at black history, uh, sometimes what happens is that things are left out. So, for example, if I did a story for you, once upon a time there was a princess, she was called Snow White. She was taken into the woods, the snowman, the, the huntsman tried to kill her. Uh, she got used to the woods and then she ate an apple and came back to life with a kiss from the prince. What have I missed out? The, the, the dwarfs. The dwarfs? Yeah. The dwarfs helped her through her trauma, didn't they? Yeah. The, the point I'm making is, is that that's only half the story, and that's the thing with black history. And that's the thing with women in history as well. They're absolutely cut out or things are missed out, and the story's only told partially. We just want the whole story to be told. So yesterday, and this is not black history, but it, it puts it into context. Yesterday was Ada Lovelace Day, and Ada Lovelace brilliant woman written out of history right you know she invented the but she she was a the first computer programmer she is invented in the 1800s invented the internet she about sorry invented the internet it's a lot of information that i can't actually cram into this show Come on, give us the basis of that so uh, so we won't dwell on ada lovelace but what i'm saying is she was written out of history um mary seacole black nurse came over to help in the Crimean War. If you say Crimean War, who do you think of? I don't know my history, I'll be honest. Oh, Florence Nightingale. Florence Nightingale. Yeah, they worked side by side. Right. And sometimes Florence Nightingale was bedridden. Oh. And Mary Seacole did a lot of the work. Uh, she set up uh, like a camp and a, ho- and a hotel and a hospital, actually in the, you know, in the war zone and everything like that. Thankfully, what's happened is she now has a Wikipedia page, which is fabulous. There is a building dedicated to her, several buildings, and a statue in London now of Mary Seacole and what she achieved in her lifetime. Imagine sort of travelling on her own from Jamaica to the battlefield of the Crimean War to help. Roll up, roll up. Pablo Fank, everybody, born March 1810 um, in Norwich and died in 1871 in Stockport. Pablo was a British equestrian performer and a circus circus owner. Yeah. The first recorded non-white British circus owner. Um, His circus was very popular in Victorian Britain for 30 years, a period that was rewarded um, as the golden, or regaled, I suppose would work, as the golden age of circus, John Lennon was fascinated by Pablo and he wrote the song Being the Being the Benefit of Mr. Kite. Oh yeah, yeah. On um, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club band album. Get out. True? No, I mean get out. <laughs> <laughs> I know I furnished with so much information. Yes. Yes, it's absolutely true. What a man. I know. Now we must have a statue somewhere. I don't, I'm not sure yet, because the thing is, you need it. You need him on a horse. I tell you what, I want to do, yeah. and I'm dead. I want to dedicate that to um, to a friend of mine called Esther Morris, and we we've done quite a few Foodie Fridays together in Stockport, yeah. and we've done um, done festivals and stuff like that. And we wanted to do something that was circus themed that included Pablo Fank, somebody. Um, 
if you're if you're black and you're an equestrian, you could dress as Pablo Fank, ride a white steed through Stockport Town Centre. We could have circus acts on. It'd be just be fantastic. So uh, let's see if we can get some funding for that once, right. yeah, once the pandemic, pandemic's lifted. Are you going to ride a horse, you flower? Well, we're well, the donkey. As long as you're riding, that's all that's important in life, isn't it? While our first guest had so much to tell us, she was fantastic. Her name was Abba Graham. Hi, Abba. How are you? Hi. I'm okay. Thank you. Lovely um, to have you so on the show. To be here. Yeah. Fantastic to, fantastic to see you, Abba. Are you Zoomed out? You've been Zooming all day, haven't you? Oh, my gosh. Have I been Zooming? I'm Zoomified. <laughs> Zoomified, yeah. We'll get that in the dictionary. <laughs> yeah. Abba, um, Abba, I'm so happy you to be here, though. I really, truly am. So thank you for inviting me. No, no, no problem. Now, can you um, tell us about how the... The um, Heritage Lottery funded, uh, and it's supported by the um, the, the Itbal Centre at the University of um, Manchester as well. That's How correct. the project came about, and what it what it is. Right. Okay. Um, I, I mean, you've actually started the conversation. Like history is untold, and history is told in a certain kind of way, and so therefore, what we did was kind of think well you know Stockport is a small small place compared to Manchester we get that but at least we are here uh, we live here we work here our children go to school and so forth and so on but when I go around and other people like me go around we see nothing about ourselves so uh, and, and Stockport is not a, a, a community oriented space where you get that diversity of communities pulling together so we thought what would be good is to actually look at what's in our locality and find the um, the positive contributions that are hidden within our communities, particularly from African and Caribbean background. So that's what the project was about, looking at how we can discover stories of those people who have been here or um, how are living here and, and looking at how we can... Um, find out uh, more about them, what they've contributed and so forth and so on. So it, it took two years in the making. It's a see me BB, isn't it? Because because there are lots of, of uh, younger generation coming up. You know, I, I, I was born in, born in Manchester, but I, mm -hmm. I live and spend my time in Stockport. And it's a see me be me culture what inspires you i mean growing up what inspired me was charlie's angels but they didn't actually look like me did they <laughs> so <laughs> but it's nice to sort of see people who are going about oh they're championing this they're doing yes. x y and z yes. it's fantastic yes. for the younger people i yes. was a governor for, in stockport for nine years i only resigned last year and um and one of the things I did was go into other schools and mm. talk about black history. And, mm. and, of course, the young people could ask me stuff. This yeah. oral history uh, archive is a fantastic thing that you're doing. Yeah, and it is going in the archives. And that's essentially why we did it. We didn't want it to just be another project. We wanted it to have a legacy. We wanted it to have a, a legacy that can be built upon by other people as well. So we're so happy about it. I'm so excited. It's like gold. <laughs> I, I, and you know what else? It's the 
it's the response that people have had to it and the engagement and and what is beautiful it's not black people engaging it's everybody engaging and wanting to learn and wanting to you know just kind of think wow is this do we have all these people in stockport because as fast as fast what people used to say to me is well you know what we don't have many black people in Stockport, so we can't really do something like that. And, and oh, it's absolutely been amazing. And I hope that anybody watching, please take some time out um, and, um, and actually have a look. Black history is British history as well. It is British history indeed. And, and you know, and this is what people forget. And this is why I always say, and I've said it, and I will repeat it everywhere I go, People say, well, we, like Stockport would say, we don't have many black people, so they leave things. But my, my argument is, even if there are no black people in your area, I just think learning is power. So uh, a black person's perspective should be everybody's perspective, vice versa, white person's perspective should also be mine. So it's about really taking the color out of it and just seeing a human being and, mm -hmm. and, and and i think that's really crucial that's the work we need to really embark on so that we instead of looking at our differences we kind of really need to be looking at similarities and how what do we have in common what makes the world a better place and i think that's really where we need to we should be and where we should be really working towards lords there what a fantastic fantastic episode but we wanted to speak to this lady. She's called Rakaya B, everybody. And you might just recognise her for a programme. Well, it was a little bit mixed up. I was on Little Mix The Search. It's a new TV talent show um, that's basically put groups together and Little Mix are finding the next big band, basically. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's still ongoing. Um, yeah, so, yeah, catch yourself watching that every Saturday, Sunday night. So are you done with the process? Now, yeah, then? so, yeah, I got eliminated. Um, you saw that in the... Trump in the... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with it. I, I'm really scary. And then if, if Belinda and I go down... What we'll Honestly. do is I'll go down in the morning, still wearing drag, but with my full David Bellamy on. <laughs> not argue then, Flower, though, not argue then. <laughs> Don't take no for an answer. No, oh, no, no, no. But do you know what? You, you've The experience, you've Trust actually learned from that. Trust me, trust me. It's a hugely learning experience. Mm. Uh, I've learned a lot about the industry, um, like both the good and the toxic sides of things. Mm -hmm. um, which is, yeah, I can take that with me forever now. I've got that experience with me forever now, do you know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, you've got good ground, you know. You know I've had a chat with your mum. Uh, you know, <laughs> My mum loves you, you know. Well, I love she's her sick. as well. She's, she's tough. She'll be is best there anybody friend? you don't know? <laughs> <she's> <laughs> like, anyone, anyone who offers me sherry in the afternoon, So, So, you know, you've got good ground and good background. And you know I'll be your mentor anytime Come if on. you want. You know, so... And you're you know, already copying my hair, so I mean, it's working yeah, out I mean. <laughs> So nobody else got the memo, that's the yeah, problem. Nobody else got the memo. <laughs> well, what an absolutely fantastic show. So much information has been digested by me, everybody. Fortunately, we do have to go, but make sure you check in with us next week for next week's episode here on the podcast. It's the best bits. Tell the world, like, tell the world, and tell everybody to share nice comments about our lovely podcast. Cheers, flowers, and take care. I'll see you next time only on Your Manchester.